Well, very pleasant. Good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend here on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Glad to have you along. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, your host. Our program underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Reach me at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Today, some thoughts about where true refreshment lies. You know, I happened to notice recently a picture in Reader's Digest of a very happy group of young people, each one revealing a mouth-watering expression as they together got ready for chomping down on a delicious, refreshing-looking piece of watermelon. You know, there are many refreshing fruits and drinks on the market today that you can imbibe on and uh, enjoy. However, bottom lining it, I think you'd have to agree that while a nice cold glass of lemonade, fruit drink, or soda is going to be refreshing, there's absolutely nothing that can possibly compare to an ice-cold glass of water, whether in the summer or winter or whenever. Nothing but nothing is as refreshing to the human body than that welcomed glass of H2O. But what about the soul? The soul, too, needs refreshment. Of course it does. That only stands to reason. The soul needs refreshment in order to continue the fight against the devil, along with the allurements that you can d- discover in this world and that pulling of the flesh that you feel when a temptation comes your way. In a text for this morning, Jesus, the master evangelist in John chapter 4, has a conversation with a Samaritan woman about where true refreshment lies. Jesus leads this woman to himself as the Messiah. You will discover how that happens in the program this morning. And he uses a very common element to lead her to himself. Water. Here's what happened. The scripture states, Now when Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that Jesus was making and baptizing more disciples than John, although Jesus himself did not baptize, only his disciples, he left Judea and departed again, For Galilee, and he had to pass through Samaria. So he came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well, and it was about the sixth hour. And depending on the Apostle John's reckoning of time, it could be either midnight or 6 a.m. And the scripture states that a woman from Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman, being surprised at this, said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. And this was the response of Jesus, the master evangelist. He said, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Wow. All Jesus did is to add one word to water. That was it. Living. Now, you can imagine this woman's curiosity is really being perked up. 
You can imagine her thinking to herself, hmm, wow, you know, if I get this living water, I wonder if I can avoid having to come here to the well and draw water. So the woman said to her, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock? And Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water, namely the physical water of the well, will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water I will give him will never thirst again. The water I shall give him becomes in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. Oh, you can just imagine what's going through this woman's mind. What in the world? Who am I talking with here? You know, there's a lot of this water to be found down here on this earth. The physical water where you get thirsty again. Lots of that kind of stuff could be an indulgence in alcohol or sex or drugs of all kinds, or how about popularity or prestige, or you name your own. But you know, here's the problem. The satisfaction you get when your life is set on those things wanes. I mean, it goes down virtually right away. As soon as you imbibe in whatever earthly activity that holds a position of prominence in your life, as soon as you do, those earthly spin-around-the-block little moments of fun are not going to provide for you any lasting satisfaction. You know the song, I know you do, from the 1960s, I Can't Get No Satisfaction, and I try, and I try, and I try. Keep trying, you're not going to. Only Jesus Christ can provide you with a true satisfaction. He once said, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it abundantly. That's what God can provide for you today, the living water of Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you more about what happened with this woman of Samaria and how Jesus, the master evangelist, just using water, led this woman to a knowledge of himself to the point where she said, could this be the Christ? I'll be back. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege, 636-432-7860. Very pleasant. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Moments of Assurance here on Worldwide KFUO. This is Moments of Assurance Weekend, and I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. You can reach me at any time at mark.hawkinson at kfuo.org. Talking this weekend about Jesus leading the woman of Samaria in John chapter 4 to himself using water and simply adding the word living. 
Yeah. Uh, see, when Jesus talks about life, he doesn't just mean pre-grave. <laughs> no, he means post-grave as well. Jesus also has said, whoever lives and believes in me will never die. That requires living water and faith, faith to believe that what Christ has already done is true. I mean, sure, the body goes into the ground, but you don't. There's post-grave benefits to knowing Jesus Christ. Remember the words of Jesus to the thief on the cross. For I say unto you, today you will be with me in paradise. That's post-grave. And by faith in Jesus Christ, you get to live. Yes, you get to live post-grave. Okay, back to our text. You'll recall the woman of Samaria said to Jesus, uh, her curiosity was perked. Sir, give me this water, the living water. That's what she was referring to, so that I won't be thirsty or have to come here and draw water. Now watch what happens. Before this woman can have this living water, Jesus holds back. He doesn't tell her anymore because this woman is living in sin. So there must be repentance and faith. Jesus said to her, go call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, well, I have no husband. And Jesus said to her, you're right in saying I have no husband, for you have had five husbands and the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. Wow. So what do you think is going through this Samaritan woman's mind at this point? She no doubt is wondering, who indeed am I dealing with here anyway? Who indeed is this that I'm talking to? And the woman responded, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Well, according to the church father Josephus, the Samaritans, indeed, they built a temple in the 4th century on Mount Gerizim. This sect, the Samaritans, descended from Israelites left behind after Samaria's destruction in 722 B.C. and included foreigners imported by Assyrian kings. So they inhabited the area in between Judea and Galilee, right smack in the middle between the two. But the problem is they did not accept the prophets and the writings in the Old Testament. They only accepted the first five books of Moses as being authoritative. And they rejected Jerusalem as the proper place of worship. And according to the Lutheran Study Bible, the Samaritans were considered to be outside the bounds of the covenant people. So the Jews avoided them. There always have been long-standing and deep-seated hostility that has existed between the Jews and the Samaritans for centuries. So with that in mind, Jesus then said to her, to the Samaritan woman, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain, Mount Gerizim, nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Wow. See, Jesus, the master evangelist, working that little statement in there, salvation from the Jews, from the tribe of Judah. Jesus, the master evangelist at work, stating simply that according to the Old Testament, the Messiah had to be from that tribe. He is leading her to himself as the Messiah. But the hour is coming, Jesus said, and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, 
and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. That is, God must be worshiped with the inclinations of the heart and by faith. It's not a matter of geographic location. That trust and faith the Lord himself provides through his holy word. Well, this Samaritan woman just doesn't know what to say back to Jesus. She's dumbfounded. She's stumped. She wants that living water. And Jesus has revealed that receiving that water is a matter of repentance and faith. So the woman says to Jesus, well, she had to have a comeback. I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he'll reveal everything to us. And Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Wow. Jesus, the master evangelist, taking a simple commodity like water, adding the word living to it, and then showing her her sins and revealing to her himself as the remedy. Jesus is that living water you need today. As you go to the Holy Word of God and the sacraments, you get Christ. You get, by faith, eternal life. You get, in fact, the true living water that wells up to everlasting life. And that woman, a little bit later in the text, says, Could this be... The Christ, she says, as she went back into town. Hopefully she did really come to faith in Jesus, the true Messiah. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkins, and thanks a lot for being along for Moments of Assurance Weekend. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.